0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450
1: Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, you know MTE serves members with more than just electricity. Their community outreach team works with schools, parents, and students to provide engaging and unique learning opportunities. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. Got a guy who's always serving to make life better, and that is Nate Williams, <laughs> director of Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation. Good morning to you, sir. Good
0: morning, uh, uh, Brian. I might have to put that on my business card. Yeah, it's a good little slogan. So. How you <laughs> Why doing?
1: Not? Man? I'm doing good. Doing good. Hey, I <laughs> wanted to say uh, I enjoyed your conversation uh, with Scott a few weeks ago when we got kind of an inside peek at the uh, new soccer indoor complex.
0: Yeah. It's exciting. We appreciate you guys uh, showing people. We're excited to get that building open uh, and for the community to be able to rent it and use it and see it. We'll have some open houses when we get it going. But we're just a couple of site work things uh, from being done uh, to having that building open. So we're really, really excited about it, man. It's going to be something unique to Murfreesboro and uh, not just Murfreesboro, but really the region. Uh, So it's 110,000 square foot indoor practice facility. Uh, that has just a whole plethora of things that can be used for. You know, we can do performances, events, um, football. We can do just basically anything. I, I took our police department, some members that work with parks, out there for a quick tour, and they wanted to play wiffle ball in there. So it's absolutely.
1: <laughs> of course. Why not? Yeah, absolutely,
0: Why not? <laughs> yeah, so. uh, yeah, well, like I said, we're dangerously close to having that thing open. We've got to uh, build just a quick access road to be able to get in. Um, with some of the equipment. And after that, we should be open and uh, excited.
1: And I'm sure that, I mean, are you already booking for that uh, facility at this point?
0: Not yet. We will be, once we have a definitive date, um, we'll we'll start booking. But we'll keep everybody up to date with that. You know, what we're trying to do, Brian, is our website, it's really just changed uh, everything, how we operate. So, we're trying to keep all of our projects updated, every amount of information that we have we're putting on our website so people can check that, and that's where they can go and look for uh, rental options and, and just see what's out there because even this year we're really excited. It sounds uh, maybe small, but we've got all of our pavilion rentals online now, so instead of having to come to our office, uh, people can go online and reserve a shelter or a pavilion for this uh, spring and summer.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, John and I did um – had a little conversation last week on uh, we do on thursdays throwback thursday and we talked about the impact that richard siegel had on the city of murfreesboro rutherford county in that particular area and i know that that piece of property is named after richard siegel and uh because uh, of the very generous gifts from many yeah. many years ago i mean who would have ever thought this, you know, the Siegel schools and, 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 and now this soccer complex. But, man, what, what a legacy to leave behind.
0: It's a legacy for the community. And as far as what it does financially for the community, you know, uh, over the course of a, a rental season when we have tournaments and stuff, I mean, it's tens and tens of millions of dollars in economic impact for our community. That means people are, you know, staying in hotels, eating at restaurants, shopping at their shops. And that really benefits, you know, the taxpayers of Murfreesboro because it offsets what's needed to really keep this city functioning. And that's all a credit to our our, our city council, uh, Mayor McFarland at the time, who looked at what we were about to do as far as this partnership with the Tennessee State Soccer Association. That's just been just a great thing for us to be able to make Murfreesboro a destination for soccer development.
1: And the fact that this indoor facility, number one, is indoors, so that helps when there are tournaments and things going on uh, because we know spring, fall, I mean, it's an outdoor sport. For I mean, you have so many outdoor soccer fields, but having the ability – to do this. I mean, I, I think of spring fling with TWSWA and having to move fields around and play, yeah. you know, all day and only on certain fields and, you know, the synthetic surfaces. I'm sure this changes that and, and everything else there.
0: Yeah, it changes everything. The flexibility, what we've been able to do as far as transitioning eight fields to synthetic turf, we've really basically over doubled our capacity for what we could provide for our rec leagues and some of our uh, club partners that we work with. So, There's much more playability. We don't have to rest natural fields as often so we can keep people on those fields. And a facility like this, I think, you know, the weather changes in Murfreesboro and Tennessee at at large. uh, Over the past couple weeks, people have seen it. You know, we've been in the 20s, and you go inside, and it's much warmer when you're out of the elements. And in the summer, there's a fan system that pushes out the hot air and blows down cool air. So if it's 100 degrees outside, it'll probably be – about 80 degrees inside, um, and we, we're able to do it. It's a very cost-efficient building. You know how expensive these buildings are. This is much less, much more like 30 to 35 dollars a square foot.
1: Oh wow, yeah, for commercial, you're you're not yep. kidding. So, uh, well, we look forward to hearing more about that, and and it's opening, and uh, you said open houses and ribbon cuttings and all that kind of thing to uh, add the fanfare to it, which it's very deserved.
0: Yeah, and we'll get the information to you guys as soon as we have that. Uh, a definitive date. Hopefully you guys can get that out to your listeners.
1: Sounds good. We've got Nate Williams joining us, Director of Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation. What else is uh, going on you want to tell us about?
0: Well, we're gearing up for summer camp season. We're gearing up for a lot of things happening. Uh, You know, people ask all the time, you know, are you guys just busy in the spring and the summer? And it's just not the case. You know, we plan for some of those spring and summer activities, but we're running wide open at our facilities. The St. Clair Senior Center, uh, Sportscom, Patterson, McFadden, the Wilderness Station, uh, all of these places are good and open to the public and stay busy and have all kinds of stuff going on year-round. You know, we've got something for families to do all the time. Uh, there's there's never uh, a, a shortage of options.
1: So summer camps, we're, we're, there are so many offerings, and I, I know right. we can't get into that here, and your website's a great resource for that. But yeah. just kind of tease us with some, some of the variety here.
0: Yeah, so that's, that, thanks for that question, uh, Brian. What we have is just a wide variety. We have traditional sports camps uh, that, that take place very, uh, pretty much every week during the summer at Sportscom, and they do sports-related uh, activities in the mornings and in the afternoons. They get to swim at Burrow Beach. Uh, we have lifeguard camps, junior lifeguard camps. Uh, we've got heritage camps. We've got our outdoor programming camps. We've got a reptile camp. Uh, anything you could think of, any uh, special interest area, there's something for uh, these, these uh, uh, kids and young teenagers to be able to participate in. And you can start looking at, we have our kayak club where we do kayak trips once a week. We have family uh, boating events. We have family campouts. It's just always something. And you can go to our calendar at MurfreesboroParks.com and just see what's going on all the time.
1: Well, if, if folks are kind of thinking, well, spring, summer, maybe even fall, you know, winter's kind of, you know, if, if it's raining or cold or snowy or whatever, you have so many indoor facilities, there's there's still stuff going on.
0: Absolutely. I think uh, there's always something going on. I would encourage people. I just looked at the weather a few minutes ago to see what this, this week kind of looked like, and it's going to be a beautiful few days. Uh, so I'd encourage people to get on our trails, get on the greenway. Brian, we just opened up phase two of the uh, North Murfreesboro Trail which is off of Central Valley Road, so now we have a trail that goes from Walter Hill Park to Central Valley, and then there's a two-mile extension that goes from there, and we just opened that up officially last week, and uh, if you haven't been out there, it's a beautiful section of trail. Uh, the, the river just is a little bit wider, and there's much more shade areas, and it's just it's a great place to visit, so I would encourage people to check that out. It's right next to our Central Valley Disc Golf Course uh, on that side of town, so... There's always something, and something else about that trail, if I could, Brian, that's a unique partnership we have with the Corps of Engineers, where they federally uh, fund that whole project. There's no uh, cost to the taxpayers of Murfreesboro for that trail, so we're able to provide that, we maintain it, we do a long-term lease on it, and add it to our uh, park amenity.
1: So, um, I think I've told you this before, but I I grew up just you a mile and a half from there, and when I used to ride horses back in my younger days that was and my dad liked to fish down there it was it was affectionately called coleman's bluff you know uh and uh so if folks kind of remember that particular area and there's also the kind of the horse trail that went along and that's where this extension has been added in right
0: that's correct and we also improved that horse trail uh, along that two mile stretch and that connects the horse trail connects ultimately all the way to smyrna um so that's all core property and it's just a, it's, like you said, it's a beauty, You've been out there on horses. It's a beautiful, beautiful section of town.
1: Yeah, and, and so does it. Does the the new extension go all the way to that big parking lot and the and the boat ramp?
0: No, not yet. Okay. Uh, you know, we look. This is uh, just our, us planning long term in the future, uh, and we would love eventually, years down the road, to be able to maybe connect with Smyrna's Greenway somehow. Um, and that's something we've always talked about. How it would be a great option? I think people can go and see. You know, how, how awesome of a, a, a thing that would be if we did eventually down the road. But, uh, yeah, that just goes, and so loops back on itself two miles.
1: Okay. I, I didn't know, you know, how long that is through there, but I'm, I'm sure it's several miles. But, uh, you know, that that's a neat extension. And so that adds more uh, walking area to, to see. If you go all the way to the Stones River and the Walter Hill uh, Dam in, in that, uh, there's a nice little, what did you call that, a, a, a switch something? A switchback,
0: yeah, so there's a switchback that goes up when you start from Walter Hill, and that trail's about 1.4 miles, so this is just, you know, this takes our total greenway over 20 miles, and uh, it's it's probably our most utilized, if you consider it a park, maybe a linear park, our greenway is probably our most utilized. You see people out on it all the time.
1: And I'm sure, you know, people take advantage of these 60-degree February days because those can be few and far between, so the next couple of days should be really busy out there.
0: I would say so. I sit, you know, my office faces the Greenway, and I could just, you know, count people. It's almost like one every 30 seconds goes by or, you know, a family walks by, and uh, we're just excited. Our Greenway is something that's really popular, and our our staff work really hard to keep it up and uh, maintain it so we can, you know, make it as accessible as possible.
1: It's really interesting you see... Uh, really, a dichotomy of of the community out there. You know, people walking their dogs, or you know, folks using that to uh, ride their bikes. It's it's a great, safe place to do that too.
0: It's absolutely that. You know, my family we we use it all the time. We're going bike rides. You know, I've got uh, two boys that are uh, thirteen and ten, and my daughter's just about to be six. So it's a lot easier for her to ride on the greenway than on roads. So we'll take her out there on the bike and ride, and just use it and. You know, the greenways have become popular across the nation, but in the mid-'90s, I can't take any credit for this because it was done a long time before I was here, but, you know, Bart Gordon uh, and Dennis Renier really took a look at what could be an option, and uh, Kent Seiler worked with them to really plan this out. And I I say this all the time, uh, former Congressman Bart Gordon still works to help us uh, and advocates for trails federally for us and just uh, helps our community out when we can add more uh, to our trail system.
1: And there's so much exciting stuff, uh, you know, going on in Murfreesboro, a revitalization really of some of the uh, downtown space. And, and I know some of that will eventually uh, include Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation. So it's, it's really an exciting time to, to be in Murfreesboro. And, you know, five years ago, if we would have thought, well, what could be coming up and see all of the additions? I just wonder what the next five years holds. It's going to be tremendous, I think
0: yeah i get kind of a sneak peek about what's coming and it's an exciting time uh, to be a resident of murfreesboro and the things that we get to offer and i'm just thankful that we have uh you know city leaders and our council that believe in the benefit uh, of parks to the community and we're fortunate to have that and we try to uh, do it the best we can to manage it and we've got just a i get to work with a great team uh, who try to do our best to maintain clean and safe uh, and fun facilities Uh, for everybody
1: to enjoy well we always enjoy it when you come on and and give us an update and of course uh, on the action line once a month so it's uh we're we're always here to help spread the word for Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation you all do a a great job and we we enjoy the partnership and and get to work on some cool projects together and um, look forward to the next time we get to talk
0: yeah, we've you into some fun stuff over the past few years, haven't we, Brian?
1: Yes, we have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we appreciate you guys always letting us come on and talk about what's going on, but I always encourage people, just go to MurfreesboroParks.com uh, and check out everything that we go have going on, uh, our calendar's up to date, and... Um, Any questions, anybody can call us, and we'd be glad to point them in the right direction.
1: When Nate uh, or Thomas or or Rachel come up to you and say, hey, I've got something I want to talk to you about, you know, (laughs) that's that's usually the start of something, but uh, it's always fun. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we appreciate you guys.
1: All right, man. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll chat soon. Thanks, Brian. That is Nate Williams with Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation joining us right here on News Radio WGNS. Appreciate him spending some time with us today. And thank you for joining us here as well. Hope you enjoy the show. Now, if you missed uh, our conversation with Nate, want to go back and listen, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com under Podcast and Rutherford Issues.